What did you say then? What was wrong? I said that they are putting us into bondage, they're making us slaves, they follow white man's footsteps too much, they don't want to improve Africa as Africa should be improved, they, sh they are not authentic, and they are corrupt. How does Africa have to improve? Africa has to improve by its own method. method. And the message from Berna, I believe, would be that every black person should please remember that you were Africans before you became anything else. Thank you. Every time, every time, every time, every time we hear that is is. It's special every it's special. time did you hear the story about when he made that i did actually man when he was like when yeah, he was, was in that club it was the, after the club. <laughs> I was like, so you you created a hit just drunk like that Madness. but then but then when you sing it, it kind of makes sense because when you're drunk you just you, you're just feeling vibe everything it, like it's just it. exactly it's just the vibes that 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 you feel and if you're feeling this vibe then we are back hey. it is african connection podcast i got mm -hmm. my guy benny to yes, the left sir. of me and I'm Drew on the mic, but today's is kind of special too because I saw on my Snapchat that this was the first time that we ever did an interview last year, the same day. Today. I was like, damn. To the day. Some things, God just, God just works in some yeah, ways. Yeah, man. In some listen, ways, man. Listen, man. Uh, I'm so happy to be back, to be honest, you know? Yeah. Um, the last few have been kind of topsy-turvy, oh. to say the least, <laughs> you know? Sure. But sure. uh, the African Connection is back, man. Mm -hmm. um, so excited for, for these upcoming. Glad, I mean, we have some cool people on. Yeah, definitely. We're really supposed to cool have a guest today, but, you know, things, things didn't work out because uh, we're going to have a lot of guests from out of the country yeah um, switzerland like you said um but yeah. shout, shout out my boy haruna man he'll be on he'll be on soon shout um, out to him followed him back so yeah, yeah man. everybody go check out his page as well for sure but yeah man and and i just spoke about god a little bit but this year we're probably questioning what god is doing mm. more than any other year like mm. every you know every year you have your ups and, ups and downs as good as bad you know everything everything happens and everything happens for a reason but it this does, year man we're still trying to figure out that reason, man. Like, yo, it's what? it's it's interesting, man. But you know, I think that in the same sense and in that you know, two sides of the same coin, you can say that like people's faith has been tested and people's faith has been sure. you know really really just like some people have really come out of this a lot stronger. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, you know there was there was so much so much tragedy that came out of like this whole thing, but. Yeah. You, you know when you, you got to try to kind of look at the, the the positive side of things and mm -hmm. there was there was a lot of growth mm -hmm. that was uh, yeah, that definitely. was seen i think people because it tested us like everything that had like it tested you like what are you going to stay inside man, especially mentally are you going to stay inside or are you going to go out to party you know <laughs> like that was the first big test and yeah. and it just happened like that and that was the issue it wasn't gradually like stay in your house like all right seven days six days five days four it was like nah we staying inside right now it was like what like everything was in full motion like we just remember the mandated girl. curfews yeah <laughs> that was right with the protest too yeah man that was interesting man. exactly and so many things happened this year oh. that it's like what that's why i love twitter because one is great for information like instagram is it's good but twitter like you could have the picture and the words like you could right. write and like you could actually see it clearly right like, instagram's like under the comments and under this and you kind of just like and scroll by but twitter like every once in a while they'd be like this happened this year you'd be like what Yo. I was like, no, that was last year. <laughs> like, I could have sworn that was December, November last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention something that I know everyone forgot about. Mm -hmm. But when we heard it, we all sat there, and when it started trending on Twitter, we all sat there and went, "Whoa, my fucking goodness!" Mm. Sorry to curse. Excuse my language. Um, this year, World War Three trended. Yo, yes. Early, early in the year, around yes. January time, yes. there was like some controversial stuff that went on with a couple of countries in the Middle East and the U.S. And mm -hmm. there was some stuff. Not even gonna get into all that, but nah. that trended, and it was like a real thing for a little minute, you know. Yeah. 
swept under the rug. Like you know, what I mean? like fast forward yeah. two, three months, four months later, like we have last never even talk. given a second thought. You know, exactly. So uh, that's just like a very you know microcosmic example mm-hmm. of what this year has been. Mm-hmm. One thing after another. Exactly. Like every month, there's something. Like we had murder hornets at one point. I was oh, like, what is man, it? Is a murder hornet? Yeah. I was like, yo, what? It, what? Yeah. And then everybody's yo, what can happen next? Like what's going on for real? Like yeah. every month there was something yeah man. like and then like you said it started in january we didn't really know as much about the virus mm-hmm. or we just didn't care too much at, about the virus because right. the first case too it wasn't even on the east it was in uh washington right washington state and so we were kind of like all right it's over there still like it's not even here like Crazy. we went to uh me and my girl and rob we went to charlotte like a week or two before Corona, like we were still like living. I was going down there for an interview. We were still living, mm. and like we we're like, "Yo, this is dope." Even though we we spent like ten hours there, or mm. maybe more than ten hours, but like very little time there, because um, we had to come back, go to work, and stuff like that. But we were just like, "Yo, this is great. We're traveling together and all this stuff. It was cool. Road trip is fun and stuff." I go in. I had an interview right before that. And I come back the next day uh, after we came back, like that morning, I had an interview right there. And I was emailed. I was like, yo, full-time position, finally, blah, blah, blah. Then, boom, stay uh, home. Everything. I was just like. Crazy, bro. So, yeah. actually, you know, that's a good transition to something I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. that coronavirus actually affected immensely was now work culture, right? Mm-hmm. That work, work-life culture. <clears throat> and how so many people have now transitioned to working from home, right? Yeah. Um, and now we're kind of getting to that point where some people are starting to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are starting to get pushed back into the office. But mm-hmm. a lot of companies have taken this approach of, of yeah. you know, understanding that it might be more beneficial to them to keep a lot of employees working from home and not pay for that, you know, physical real estate to have an mm-hmm. office. Um, a lot of companies are just going virtual. Yeah, definitely. Like, you could do so much and then not only work, obviously, but school is a huge thing that it affected as right. well. Like, I was like, damn, thank God we ain't graduate this year. Like, I think school, though, go, much more negatively than the workforce. Right? Yeah. For us, I think it was a little bit more positive. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, because there's some days where, like, you just don't want to go to work or, like, you could do that from home. Like, you don't have to go in on Monday for the meeting when you could just call me and then we could talk. That, that, that was inconsiderate me, though. I did say the workforce, realistically... I think we were some of the lucky ones, and mm-hmm. realistically, the majority of the workforce, you know, oh, yeah, it affected them to- yeah. totally negatively. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but yeah, but I am talking like more, I guess, more on a corporate level, mm-hmm. more on those bigger company levels, mm-hmm. um, the ones who were able to work from home. But it was, it's yeah. an interesting transition, man. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know, you personally, how do you feel about it? Do you think you'd want to do it permanently ever, or would you? Um, nah, like I, really? I, I can't like even. Uh, so we, me and my girl, we were like, when we would get married, we want a house, and but we still want office space. Like we want to get out of the house because mm. now being in the house too much because it goes. So when it started, it was like, I don't like being inside too long. I like being inside when I want to be inside, but you couldn't go outside. It's like giving it. It's like telling a kid what not to do mm. when they say stay inside. All you want to do is go out. All people wanted to do was like, yo, let's mm. go out. Let's go out. Let's, like, let's try to do something. Like, can we social distance doing this? Can we social distance doing that? And it's like a lot of things. You're like, not really, because you're right. in people's faces and things like that. Um, so me personally, nah. Like, I like coming here to the studio to record. But at the same time, if you are sick. And you need to stay home. That's the good part about it. Because some people, you go to school all year. Mm-hmm. And some people go to school sick and then get other people <clears throat> sick. And then it just spreads. So, like, the ability to work from home and to do school from home, great. You have to have that because, like, you know, things happen, too. Like, mm-hmm. if there's an emergency, like, you have to be able yeah. to stay. But personally, For I sure. like going, even the gym. I don't like working out at home. I like, because then uh, there's no, a computer I, there, I, there's a TV there, there's this there, that I don't there. mean I don't mean that aspect of life, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. the gym, those kind of things, the grocery mm-hmm. store, you know, you, you, we'd, we'd have to continue that, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of, like, the actual working but actual life, working? right? I, oh. think, I, I think I would want to do that permanently, but I really think that the balance, the balance lies right in the middle, right? Like, I'd yeah. want some kind of hybrid role where um i would be able to maybe come in twice a week or maybe three yes, times a week right um something mm-hmm. like that like it, maybe if it's like a um 
I would prefer like a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday schedule as opposed to a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately, because like you can do what you want. I take the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Friday. Tuesday, w- yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I need yeah, Monday yeah. off, Friday off. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday would obviously be ideal, but yeah. Um, no, yeah, but usually meetings are on Mondays. Obviously. Right, that's Just, what I mean. Yeah. Either through the beginning or end of the yeah. week kind of thing. No, but that works. Yeah, I, I think I like that, that that would be interesting. I think that's something yeah. uh, that a lot of companies are exploring, to be honest. Yeah. And even for my dad, because he, he works for Uni- United Nations and they travel a lot. Yep. And now they're realizing, like, you don't, he's like, he's getting up there in age, he's 58. And like, he's like, look, I just want to, you know, slow down. I just want to retire and stuff like that. Like, because when he was younger, he'd be gone for like a month at a time mm-hmm. sometimes. So like, now it's like, fam, I'm, I'm getting older and, and, and up there in age. So now the fact that he could just Zoom somebody instead of them, him having to go over changes there, a bit. it changes a bit. And he's able to be there at home a little bit more. You know, he still goes to, uh, he can still go to work and stuff like that whenever he's necessary. Yeah, but, for sure. But yeah, that, it, it both helped the home life and also hurt it too. Because like I said, now when you're staying at home so much, like a lot of people mentally, which we talked about, mentally, it just yeah, it drains man. you. Just you get cabin seeing, fever. It's a real thing. Yeah, just seeing the same thing every day, just being at home. Like it's just like, no. Like you remember they used to do so much, like even just walking in the city after work, going to a bar after work, talking to this person, talking to that person, networking, events, parties. Like yeah, the man, last time, real thing, dude. the last time we went, we went out was Ty's birthday. Yeah. Oh my uh, goodness. See, see, my calendar still says March because that was the last thing. That was That's the last time I had to write something down. Like, all right, Ty's birthday, this, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing happened. Like my mom's birthday, like that was the last time where it was like, a lot of stuff going on like it still says march on there i'm just i don't i don't have i don't see the need to take it down did you did you have you done any any traveling since the uh we went to oh this i guess charlotte was before but we went to um dc we stayed at my girl's friend's place Mm. uh we stayed there for fourth of july just like a couple days we had like a small dc how was that Oh, uh, it was I don't good. It was much going on. No, coronavirus. We were pretty shy. I mean, yeah, I mean, there wasn't much, but like we people we, still tried. People yeah, still went hard for the. We had like a, the beaches were pretty packed. I'm pretty sure. We didn't go to the beach. Yeah. We just had like a small gathering. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ten people, because that was like the max. Right, like right, 10 right, people. right, so right like We just yeah. had like a small gathering, drank, ate. It was just nice to get out because right, at that right, point right, we were just home. Right, right, and then it was just nice to get out to go and just you know. Just get away a little bit. Even though you're still under corona, it was still nice to just be away. Because New sure, York man. was the epicenter. Like, we had the most deaths, most cases, most this, most that for, like, a month or two. Yeah. And then Florida took over. And then, yeah. Yeah, man. I know yeah. you You was busy traveling. No, I, yeah. I, I wanted to... It was interesting traveling... Um, during this pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, I, I felt like I almost wanted to, I, I don't vlog, but I felt like I almost needed to vlog, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because all, on top of traveling to Switzerland, I stayed in Turkey for a little while, you know, oh, nice. um, but only in the airport, like I had a layover, oh, but it was, okay, it was okay. a bit of a long layover, um, but it was mad interesting, you know, because that Turkish airport is actually one of the biggest in the world. I didn't know that before I got there. Mm. I had been there before, but one was much smaller. Yeah. They've now built it out to be this mega airport. That's dope. Really, really beautiful. Um, so it was interesting to be there, uh, and see it so, like, almost, almost docile, you know, like, mm-hmm. it re- there really wasn't that many people there, mm-hmm. it was so weird, there was s- stuff shut down, like, full-on restaurants shut down, like, yeah. uh, shout out to the Turkish airport, and this one Turkish lady that allowed me to, like, lay down on this couch in this restaurant that was super comfortable, like, she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, go ahead, like, this little cafe that was shut down because of corona, yeah, yeah. but she was just there, and she was like, yeah, go ahead, use it, I was like, shout out to you, <laughs> like, you're awesome, sat yeah. there on my Wi-Fi, like, it was great, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, Switzerland, you know, I, Geneva, in comparison to here, there was such a stark difference mm-hmm. uh, in how people, you know, came at coronavirus and how the country had yeah. and everything kind of, that kind of whole ordeal, partly, because of the culture there and partly also because of the sheer size of both countries in comparison, yeah, right? To compare the U.S. to, to Switzerland, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking like a, you know, a monumental size difference. The U.S. is almost 300 million people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was crazy. But it's a lot, I, wanna, I don't want to say less serious, but a lot more controlled out there mm-hmm. and masks. You, you, wear, you only have to wear a mask during public transportation or if you're in a store. 
or at a you know at a restaurant mm-hmm. or anything like that if you're walking outside you don't need to wear a mask you're not mandated to mm-hmm. unless you're in a large group of people then you're required to wear a mask but okay it's that kind of thing man and people kind of obey it you know no one kind of question yeah. they kind of just do it and and go as is yeah that's a huge difference to hear like people going into supermarkets without a mask like just just looking for trouble at that point because you yeah. know that you have to wear a mask and it it just shows how selfish some people could be like yeah. this is not only about you and you having to wear a mask this is about us like as a people as like 200,000 people died in the US because of coronavirus like and, and I know some people even before it started people were like oh it's only 0.3% blah 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 but I'm like yeah but that 0.3% is somebody's father somebody's mother brother aunt uncle sister friend like that's a person that's like you you took that person and made them a number and that's very very unfair to whoever's family member or friend that is like you cannot take it that lightly because mm-hmm. if it happens to your family member what are you going to say oh it's just a number no you're going to be pissed and you're yeah, going to be upset man. and you're going to be mad like and then even at that um one of the rallies like that trump uh held earlier this year one of them was like yeah i think i think it was his cousin or some somebody like either his family or friend like yeah he got it but and he died from it but i still don't believe it i was like what yeah no nah, i mean it's unfortunate man like you know it, it, it's it's crazy man it's crazy it's, it's an unfortunate thing dude mm-hmm. um but i think that uh ultimately like it's gonna be something we're dealing with for the next at least year yeah right mm-hmm. uh, i don't for me particularly i'm not going back to the office until next summer yeah, yeah exactly. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's like you know that's at least so i know at least for the next six months now mm-hmm. i'm gonna be working from home yeah and um, you said that you had more work right like the last time we we did like a um instagram live thing you were like you had more work yeah it had felt like you know originally it had felt like um it had felt like my hours of work had completely changed you know mm-hmm. um but then i realized i wasn't actually working more it's just I, it was when i was working i mm-hmm. was taking my time with things you know i was kind of like I would work, I'd have a work schedule, like work for some time, then I'd be able to take a break and eat and shower, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, or, you know, because I get up early and I'm pretty regimented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was kind of the course of my job because my job is very, uh, you know, digital oriented, mobile oriented, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of video oriented. And because everyone was home, mm-hmm. we were doing a lot of watching of that, you know, like in terms of us mm-hmm. as consumers mm-hmm. so yeah it went up but i think it's, yeah. it's slowed down a bit we're seeing kind of the, these anything i went super up from coronavirus is kind of going down or plateauing now a little bit true i feel that way true yeah i mean people are they want to get back to a normal life yeah like everybody kind of wants to forget it even though we can't forget it um but yeah it makes sense like you watched like the joke was yeah i watched everything on netflix like what do i do what do i do now? right man what it's do i crazy, do now crazy um but yeah like even now like i just finished uh lovecraft country on hbo great show amazing show if you have not go watch that shout out to misha green jordan peele and mm. like whoever put that together all the actors he's a great director man jordan peele jordan peele yo his unreal. mind like unreal fam the guy's special yeah and and i never used to like thrillers like that either like i hated horror movies through like anything like i hated it but he like he started to make me like it more like us that was a great movie to me mm-hmm. this show was a great show to me and then he did comedy obviously key and peel like so he's very you know you know what i think of <laughs> one of the funniest things that i think of when i think of of him key and peel mm-hmm. is that that football um oh. one where they're like doing the touchdown yeah, yeah. <laughs> aaron Rodgers recently did this in an actual nfl game oh, really? he scored a touchdown and he like did the joke <laughs> it's mad funny man you know <laughs> that 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 actually that uh connection between sports and like comedy and then mm-hmm. like cinematic world is, is actually it's an interesting connection you know like yeah. it's, it's funny how they always play on each other nah that's hilarious um, and then the other one is the the teacher where he gets all the names wrong like oh a- my a- god aaron a- 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 anybody that's called aaron i automatically <laughs> read it as a aaron exactly. automatically <laughs> exactly sorry man like that's just how it's gonna be that's just the name now <laughs> like go drink uh go thank jordan peele and, and all that stuff but but that actually segues into one thing that i really really wanted to talk about i was excited mm. to talk about is the lake show let's go bringing it home sports let's Sp- go. <laughs> bringing it home mm-hmm. man Yo, for the big fella, yeah, upstairs, you know what I'm saying. The, the, 
Big Kobe, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, man. The, that, uh, that, of course, happened this year as the well. Legend. Like, it was like that and like Pop Smoke. Those like the two. I was like, wait, what is happening? Like it was right. kind of like a, oh, okay. It was back. It was almost back to back. Yeah, it was, it was like really weird. Within a couple of weeks, of which I was like, that's hold up, huh? Really weird to think about. And and even just reading it, like I didn't even believe it at first, cause like you see it on on the internet and stuff like that, and like you know you hear it, but then it was like one after the other after mm. the other after. That. I was like, damn, like it just started to like sink in slowly, and it's just like, wait, huh? Like, nah, that was that was a crazy. Never forget day. it, bro. You Can't never, remember. Never, never. But never. I, I I gotta give I gotta give like major props to LeBron. Yo. You know what I mean? Like, anybody that doesn't like LeBron, like, if you don't like him for another reason, one or their, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But you got to give him his props, Respect. man. He's not going to be here forever. And that guy not only put, like, the burden of the Lake thing, Lakers thing on his shoulders, mm-hmm. especially after Kobe died, like, he just directly came out and said, I will carry your legacy. Mm-hmm. No problem. I will put it on my shoulders and we will go. Mm-hmm. And he succeeded. Look at him. Yeah, in the bubble too. Like no family. Like it was only after that they were able to have some family come right, in. Man. But like for like a while, no family, no nothing. Just you, your, your, your guys, your teammates, just trying to win a championship in this unorthodox way. And you know, even shout out to the women who like all the black women that they cook four thousand meals a week. That's crazy. At Disney, like shout out to them to yeah, to be able man. to provide for and the WNBA people. bubble. And shout the out WNBA to them, as man. well. They need love too, bro. Exactly. They, Put in work themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, bro. Nah, that's that was that must be weird. Like nobody's ever played in anything Yo, the, like that. The mental, the mental like strength you have to have, right? Because you're it, this is unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. Earlier, it's like before the corona, it's like you know you're flying to different cities and all that. That takes mental a certain mental strength too. Mm-hmm. But they're all used to that. Anybody that's yeah. been in the playoffs before. These guys are all doing something new. Yeah. Uncharted territory yep. for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. everything post game is uncharted. Everything, you know, every meal, like this is mm-hmm. not your house, this is not your bed, everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they still manage to be the best team mm-hmm. in a bubble full of the greatest basketball players on planet earth exactly and tests too like on top of that keep getting tested tested and, man. and then being like if somebody does get it does that mean that it's over do we go home do we right. like just uncertainty because um what's called football they got positive results baseball got positive results um i don't know if hockey did as well but mm. they but hockey like all sports was the same i know like, they had two bubbles right hockey they had Edmonton and Toronto. Mm. Those were yeah. So actually, my my team Tampa Bay we won. So I got the hey, Lakers and Tampa Bay. So yeah, it's been 16, 16 years. Those were the two teams that I saw like win at first. And like I Tampa's just, been killing it in sports, just, haven't uh, they? In major league sports, yeah, even in major else, league, like yeah, the the in baseball, Tampa yeah, in baseball yeah. or and something else. Like, I I remember seeing a post that was like. Being in Tampa is awesome right now. It might have been hockey. Teams are they, yeah, yeah Tampa they, Bay yeah. was in there as well, yeah. for sure. And then now Brady's on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, so. that, I think that was the, you know, the other thing. Oh, the Tampa, other thing. Tampa got it. But but yeah, no, this, I couldn't imagine that, like, playing as a like that. The only thing I could kind of think about the similar maybe is the olympics mm. because everybody's in like you're in dorms and stuff like that but even that you could just go outside like it's it's not yeah it's true it's, it's not i mean mm-hmm. it, it, that is similar i would agree mm-hmm. but that that is very similar but mm. you still have freedom <laughs> yeah you still have some freedom and there's other sports around and yeah. there's other people yeah, like talk to people. there's something you can do exactly. you know like there's nothing you're to in do a different in this country, bubble, you go walk yeah around, like, stuff. like it's crazy bro yeah, no, nah, and, and that doesn't last. How many or does it? How long does the Olympics actually last? Oh, like I don't a actually know. Month, month and a half. I forget what the really? last. I forget what the last uh, event is because there's so many events. Obviously, so I just. How long was the NBA bubble? About two months, no, or something like that. Yeah, two months, two and a half, maybe. Like, the only times, man. October, but they did a great job, regardless of which. It started in September. I am not September, sure to be honest. October. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, but they played like. An insane amount of games as well, like trying to get all the teams right to play too. and all this. The shout out to Adam Silver too. The he's been doing a great job. The greatest commissioner, yeah, in major league sports. It's, yes, in sports. Period. Exactly. <laughs> no other commissioner has been doing. None of them compare. Yeah, no. Nah. NBA is by far the best led league. Mm-hmm. Make the most, not make the most money, not off ad dollars, but they say that the best investment right now in terms of if you're investing in sports mm-hmm. is to buy an NBA team. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, football is. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's shaky. Yeah, there's was, money there, but it's it's getting janky. Exactly. Ever since Kaepernick, and then just like 
players want to be paid more and just dealing with all that stuff like football is not the way to and then hockey's not as popular mm. at least here it's not as popular so it's like yeah basketball is definitely Hockey's the way to interesting go. man it's, it's it's such a graceful but violent sport yeah you know it's got <laughs> both sides of that it's like yeah. a very very dual-sided sport you know mm -hmm. like these there's these giant dudes are literally gliding on ice mm -hmm. And that's the momentum they're using to ram you into yeah, a nice. plexiglass wall. It's crazy, man. When they do their um, all-star thing, like the all-star games or whatever, or the weekend, mm. like they get up to like 20 miles per hour. Like the Yo, fastest, man. And like, these guys are big. They're tough. Like mm -hmm. they're brutes. Yeah. They don't care, man. Yeah, Sp nice. Speaking, of, Actually, speaking of violent sports, kind of that reminds me. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've been watching a lot lately is UFC. Have you okay. have you gotten in any UFC? Yeah, I actually the day you you invited me, I, was, I came back from DC is what my mom and um, me and my family went to go out to DC just for like a day, and then we came back and I was just mad tired. But yeah, I actually saw the fight, mm. uh, Stylebender. Yeah, Stylebender, yeah. man. Yo, shout out to Stylebender. He's <laughs> one of the goats, the yeah. goats. Like I'm sorry, you're already solidified as mm -hmm. one of the goats, man. Um, he's like. He's also, I mean, there's there's a ton of fighters out there that are really good. For all the people that watch that are UFC fans, you mm -hmm. know, there's there's guys like, uh, who can I name? Obviously, Khabib is fighting uh, mm -hmm. Justin Gaethje soon. On, mm -hmm. And shout out to Dana White, because he did something, speaking of commissioners, he did something very similar to Adam Silver mm -hmm. in creating Fight Island. Yes. And they did that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that was genius. The UFC was actually, you know, one of the first sports, not as big as the NBA, but I think they might have been before the NBA to, to think of this bubble thing and, yeah. and really get this bubble thing done yeah um or maybe around the same time but obviously the nba is huge so mm -hmm. you're not going to outshine the nba in that, exactly, in that exactly. sense but um yeah. but it's, yeah, it's a niche sport as well too it like is a niche to, sport man like a lot of people like it's just brute violence like that's just brute violence, violence where you're just trying to crazy. fight somebody and either knock him out tap him out or just beat him in the cage yeah, just beat him by yeah. decision like just Unreal. keep punching him until the judges say ah, you win. like that is a violent sport and i'm actually excited because the one of the best boxers of all time depends on what you think mike tyson is getting back into the ring bro. oh my goodness fam oh with with roy jones jr yo i don't know what possesses man to say roy yes. joy roy listen roy <laughs> Roy is one he gonna of be the, speaking like that after the fight. that's what I'm saying, bro. That, see, I'm already stuttering for him, yeah. bro. Like that's <laughs> yo, Mike Tyson is a different animal. But Fair. Roy, listen, Roy is one of the best of all time. Like, mm -hmm. dude, let's not take any yeah. chump change from Roy. Like, Roy, really one of the greatest fighters. Really had some of the best hands and best movement mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. of all time. Like, really just lightning quick. But then there's Mike Tyson. <laughs> then there's Mike Tyson. Like Mike, his his nickname is Iron. Mm -hmm. Mike Iron Tyson, man. Mm -hmm. Fam, he, he had a hypnotist as a trainer. Like that's that's already different. Like as a human, he's Dangerous. different. Like not just as a boxer, as Dangerous, a human, dude. he's different. And then hearing him on on podcasts and speak, and just like. He's been opening up a lot more too. Yeah. You know, he was somebody that I didn't think in mm -hmm. watching him. I watched like a DVD when I was younger. I don't know. It was one of the six DVDs we had. Yeah. Like we didn't really watch too many mm -hmm. DVDs, but we happened to have a Mike Tyson one, and I saw some messed up stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, like, damn, this guy's just, you know, he was troubled, bro. Like they, they, he went through some no, stuff. Like that. That's the problem with sports, and then trying to get people in communities that are poor. They, they, they don't. Like, you basically take them from what they are as a kid and then just, boom, push them into that without developing certain skills. Right. So, on the way, he might, at 23, might do something that a 13-year-old would do mm -hmm. because he's just not there mentally because he's just been boxing and beating people up and punching people and stuff like that. But the caveat is he has millions of dollars. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, you're giving someone with this unstable mind, not to say Mike, nah, to say Mike Tyson had an unstable mind at the mm. time is 100% okay to say, I think, in mm. my opinion. Um, millions of dollars. And, mm. you know, his profession is that he continuously gets punched in the head mm -hmm. or, I guess, tries not to get punched in the head. Or he punched everybody. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. His head was getting... And he would say this on his podcast. Like, he, he would be scared one that that intrigued me he was like yeah i was scared when i was walking to him i was like scared why are you scared mm. but he was like i was scared 
walking, scared, 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 up until I got to the ring, then I then I go through the ropes, then I'm a god. It's over. And then it's over. Right then and there, you cannot touch me. Like, that's And it makes different... sense, right? Because mm-hmm. outside of the cage, it's all of this, all mm-hmm. of this, all of this, all of this. Mm-hmm. Once, you're in, once you're in that ring, once you're in eight, your I element? think it's what, eight by eight, probably? Mm-hmm. I think it's eight by eight feet. Man, it's just you and that guy. Yeah. And if or you and that girl, if you're a girl fighter and... You're in a zone as an athlete. You know, you know. We we both play sports. You know exactly but what that is. Combat sports you're, are different, man. But it, yeah, it is. But you're yeah. right though. Mm-hmm. When you go to that, shout out to my man Aki. He used to say he used to say he was a shooter in college. My teammate, and uh, when he get hot, he said, "I went to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that place." Yep. Or if somebody got hot, he said, "Yo, get to that place." Exactly. And that place, man, is when the rim just just gets too big and you can't. You know what I mean? Can't exactly. Miss. You can't miss. And then like zone or. There was there's like a couple games that I could like just remember where I just had so much energy and I was just like on it like you couldn't like I could come because in hockey you go for thirty seconds and you come off because like you're going like fast 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 for like for for thirty seconds like you're going like your heart out like in in because in basketball like sometimes like you dribble you like control the pace you slow down a little bit in hockey too but for the most part you're just like going so fast for 30 those 30 45 seconds you're just going your heart out there's some games where i would just like go and then come off i would need like usually you need like a minute minute and a half two minutes maybe because you have to rotate the lines usually Mm -hmm. three lines some games like i'm just like all right let me go like i'm my energy is back like it's just something and and you know you can't explain it it's like when people say they get runners high which i don't understand because i i do i love runners high man. i this can't is a thing fam, i can't jog long distance that's why i love hockey. <laughs> i can't long distance nah, 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 nah. yeah you guys do little short birds the same with yeah. basketball but you need endurance still for basketball. yeah endurance yeah that's why I, would, I could never play basketball like do you, playing, you don't need endurance for hockey i mean you obviously need you need to endurance level, of course, but, but it's it's like a different type of endurance you just need endurance for like those 60 minutes because like i said you have three lines and you're constantly rotating wow. so you're taking your rest for like a minute two minutes like you go on for 45 seconds and take a rest go on for 45 take a rest That's so you're getting man. so you're getting a break and then um what's it called i think my girl she saw me for the first time she was like wait they could just go off and on like that because there's no like so stop you sub whenever yeah you sub whenever like if so you're the coach injured, can just you 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 yeah okay you like if if the play is coming down and you're like straggling and like you're tired the coach will like i right, come off and then somebody will go on for you just there yeah that's crazy. Yeah. And I wish that other sports could be that way. That would be very Yo, interesting. Basketball was like that. Basketball would be wild. very interesting that That'd way. That'd be man. interesting. LeBron James would get a lot of chase down blocks. Oh my God, for sure. They would just wait. Go, 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 go. Boom. Exactly. Nah, yeah. man, that would be very interesting. Nah, but dude, Mike Tyson, I can't wait to see that fight, bro. Thank- he put it around Thanksgiving too. So you just home already? Just pop it on. For the 30 second knockout. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> and That's it's gonna be interesting. It's, it's crazy because like all our parents talked about it before. They were like, yo, Mike Tyson was different, blah, blah, blah. And then now we get to see it. You kind just of. know, man. Uh, it's, it's not gonna be the same. It's not the same the, we've all seen the videos yeah. and stuff like that. It's not but, the same, uh, but it's it's I think I think ultimately it's gonna be underwhelming. You think it's gonna be underwhelming? I do because we are expecting Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. much out of we, yeah. <laughs> like, how old is he, man? Like fifty. You're in the fifty-six-year-old man. We're expecting like some twenty-five-year-old stuff, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but um, it's the workout video. It'll be good to see, and I'm honestly, it's one of those where you're like, it's cool to see the hype. You know, yeah. this is two of the greatest boxers to ever fight mm-hmm. in the history of Everdom, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with seeing them. You know, jab at each other for. Mm-hmm. Five minutes at a time, maybe throw mm-hmm. some gut punches. I, not it's the videos that he's been posting because you just see him and you're like, he doesn't look like he took time off. No, nah, like, he's weird, man. Because even on on Joe Rogan show, he was like, that. he's like, I don't work out because that'll build my ego, and once I build my ego, then it's I'm gonna box. And then like you just look and you're like, he has that switch at any moment. He has that switch. LeBron has that, that switch. switch. Yeah. Kobe had that switch. Michael Jordan, like there's athletes right. that just have that switch where it's just like You're they right, could just man. be chilling, and then as soon as you do something, boom, like they they're in the zone. And yeah, nah, that's they're just better than anyone else exactly at that one thing. Man. At that, yep, exactly. They just are just better. Their like, brains are just wired that way, mm-hmm. man. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, I'm, cool. th- in those combat sports, man. Actually, I was thinking a lot. A lot of things that attracted me that combat sports is that there's a lot of Nigerian athletes right now mm-hmm. that are, uh, I guess, UFC champions. There's two main ones. There's Israel Adesanya, Stylebender that you mentioned, yes. who's um, a Kiwi, um, Australian native, but also uh, born in Nigeria mm-hmm. and of Nigerian descent. Mm-hmm. And there's Usman Kamaro, who's uh, 
I think an American born fighter who's but he's of Nigerian descent as well. He might be Nigerian born as well. Um but those guys have been really taking it taking it on and that's what's been made, making it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but then that actually segues into something that I want to segue into which is Nigeria yeah. as a whole and what's yes. going on in Nigeria yes, right yes, now. Yes. Um being, you know, my dad is Nigerian, half Nigerian. It's very interesting to see what's going on and and to see some of the you know it's not the same but it's very similar mm-hmm. in terms of what i'm see- what we saw here in the united states yes. in police reform right like, yes. so for anyone that doesn't know sars is the um what does it stand for again special army right special army something i forget what it was named for but it's, it's essentially a special unit within the police force mm-hmm. uh much like a you know just a special unit police force that that specializes in you know kidnapping armed robbery um those kind of things high violent crimes Mm -hmm. um high violent theft those kind of things right Mm -hmm. um and it's gotten to a point this this was a, a a group that was kind of made a police force that was made in the 90s and it's it's essentially gotten to a point where um this police group has like you might expect, abuse their power to the point where, you know, they've been accused of some really heinous crimes and, and actually videotaped doing some heinous crimes. Oh, my God. Um, and really, you know, it's on the Nigerian government to, to say something and do something about it. Mm-hmm. But it seems that they are the ones kind of perpetuating this behavior, you know, and allowing it. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's just the, the age old fight, like. Like I keep saying, history will always repeat itself. Like mm. the government Come and back the police force, it's just a constant thing where it just always happens. It always goes like this. Like, like you said, even here we're having that where the police, which is run by states and, and government, like they have the um, national guard and all that stuff. Like they have the power to tell them what to do. And then when you know with with protests and everything trump was like all right i'm sending that or threatened even to send the national guard i'm gonna send them here i'm gonna do this with them i'm gonna do this with them and then even with the police where um what's his name dang de blasio Hmm. like even him being on his side and him and him saying oh we should be you know we shouldn't be doing this to the police and stuff well you have the government has the power to tell them what to do because they're under them but they're supposed to work for us which is which kind of like it makes no it makes sense, but at the same time, that shows like if you have the power and you have the army, you have the muscle, then you could easily control the people who don't have any of that. Right. You can and now, and then is, now with 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 it happening in Africa, it just shows that this is a global thing because mm-hmm. it's not only in in the U.S. and Africa; it's in the Middle East as well. It's in every right. continent, like every country. And like it's, it's that exact everywhere. thing you're saying my dad uh, my dad said to me today mm-hmm. this morning i called my dad i called two people today mm-hmm. um one is my auntie who uh lives in nigeria lives in lagos one of the cities that's mm. actually going through the hardest and my dad who's obviously a nigerian himself mm. living in switzerland right um i called my auntie first and i you know i wanted to check up on her and see how it was going she said you know it's unfortunate you know obviously the tv the media wants is making it you know yeah uh, hyperbolize how they do but it, it is pretty bad but things are getting a little bit more under control right mm-hmm. um you know my dad in turn said the exact same thing you said he said that you know it's it's a crazy phenomenon but they just happen to be the ones that are in the news now exactly you know mm-hmm. um this has been going on all over the world ever since and i think that ties into like my philosophy of like man when you start doing these kind of atrocious things you cannot account for what you manifest within people when you force people to, to, to commune together mm-hmm. and just to be together like you can't account for what comes after that and that's that's exactly. it, that's like the strongest that's why they say the powers in the people like that's when mm-hmm. people get the strongest which is which is really which gives some inclining of hope you know yeah i mean when you when you look at what's been happening and it's and specifically with black people when you look at what's been happening with black people in america Mm. and just even even in europe because a lot of people in america and canada a lot of people in america think that oh canada's safe oh europe is safe it's like no because one it started in europe where they came and then they took the slip like it started from there and even as far as australia with the aborigines like it just shows that 
in all aspects and this is why i love andre 3000 and the shirt that he was mm. across all nations or I'm, I'm paraphrasing but darker people suffer the most and it's true like to 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 andre, every shout out to andre benjamin that's exactly. my guy shout out to him bro um and it's true to to but to all people as well because we're doing it to ourselves and that's what probably hurts the most mm. when we're talking about all oh, black lives matter and then to us now this is not an excuse or anything at all like because people will take this and use this as a excuse is like oh every life no 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 don't stop don't miss me on this but we we have to do a better job of protecting each other hmm. and taking care of each other because even even in the workplace in some places like you'll have black people competing against each other instead of trying to help each other and it's just unfortunate to see that it's our own police our own force our own our own continent where we could do anything we want we could do whatever we want like yeah well i think it doesn't boil it doesn't boil down to a black or white thing mm -hmm. right like that's what this shows right mm -hmm. um in terms of in terms of like police brutality like mm -hmm. it, it's it's more of a poor poor verse mm -hmm. you know like because a lot of the issue especially in nigeria right now a lot of the issue is with You'll notice that a lot of the protests are being led by the youth, right? Yeah. And the reason for that is, um, in Nigeria, the there's there's no real middle class, right? Mm -hmm. It's either you have quite a bit of money or you really have nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So when these police officers go out and they see somebody young, yeah, that either looks, you know, looks like they have some money or they look like they've got something, automatically that to them is a instant crime mm -hmm. you see that's the, 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 so yeah. what they will do is they'll arrest you simply then and there mm -hmm. and start asking you questions like or show me your phone i, I saw this say show me your phone you know mm -hmm. these kind of things happen this kind of extortion happens yeah. so that's why it's such an issue because i take up such an issue with it because they go after these young people that are just trying to live their lives yeah and you know they might not have as much power or whatever and they might the little money they have they might go after them mm -hmm. just because you know they yeah. have that right to and they can do it they're abusing their rights yeah with yeah. impunity yeah they can they could just do it with impunity man and it, it's a power thing as well because exactly if, if you have power over somebody you could you could do everything like exactly that's that, why man. the quote with great power power comes great responsibility rings true on so many levels right. just even just even in everyday conversation and just how you treat people is if you have if you're the ceo of a company or if you're like the older sibling even like just at home and then your younger brother kid like you could just tell them what to do and stuff like you have to take your power and then use it for good and yeah, unfortunately man. this is one of those situations where that's yeah. not happening and and again it like i said every month there's something every single like it's like will it get better it's like oh this year has been special man this year has been very, very special incredible like both in the it's revealed a lot of things like we said right and it's also draining as well just Immensely, like one bro. after the other after the other protests here protests there protests everywhere like that's yeah nah and then and that's then crazy, also it's, it's hard for us to figure out a strategy and like an end game or like right. an end goal right because all you want is peace which is obviously everybody wants or not everybody but a lot of people want peace but then it's like how do you get it and once you get it what do you do with it because the problem is that once you get the piece, then there's going to be somebody else who wants to disrupt it. And then you kind of, you have to try to stop that. Yeah, but I think you you can't even think that. You just kind of have to, the, the, there will be a balance, you know? Yeah. Ultimately, there'll never be like, you know, where it's peace everywhere at all mm -hmm. times. There will always be that eb, ebbs and flows, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, you know, right now, there's, you know, some reverberations of some kind of like, awakening that's happening in oh, terms of sure. people really seeing what in the what happens around the world and how mm -hmm. people get to where they're at and how you know some of these countries become as rich as they are you know mm -hmm. what i mean like there's there's some stuff behind these things like oh yeah for sure i, I, so, I was just listening oh sorry i was just listening to the radio the other day and basically um i, f I was a radio podcast and they were, and they were saying that when when corporations go into uh, poorer countries or third world countries as they call them then they basically strong arm, arm them into having some sort of deal and they were specifically talking about the rainforest because you need trees and stuff you know for paper and whatever you want to produce and things like that and deforestation is a huge issue that's another issue that we there's just so many issues we could get on topic of but that's another thing and when they don't comply 
that's when all the stuff happens where all right you're not gonna get funding for this we're helping you with that right. we're not gonna get this you're not gonna get that and it's just it it's just like it it seems like it never ends and it and it is kind of you could kind of say that you could see where why somebody would just like i'm just gonna do me and then just screw it because Keep that's the easy that's man. the easy route of obviously because if you think about all this stuff then it just it hurts you in if you you know if you have a good heart it hurts you to think about like why would you do something like this to a different person to mm -hmm. a, just another human being why would you treat them like this why would you abuse your power and why would you you know kill somebody in broad daylight step like kneeing on their neck kneeling on their neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds like why would you do that as a, as a human and it just like i almost broke down this year like i was just driving and it was just like brianna taylor Ahmaud arbery george floyd and it was just like everything just kind of came at once because i didn't really have like time to myself like i was either with my girl my family like doing stuff and like driving is when i have time to myself and i was just like i just almost broke down almost broke down because it was just like a lot was going on and then again like just so much is going on and and sometimes you don't realize how much it affects you until you sit with your own thoughts yeah and you know i can't watch a lot of the videos that still go up you know if there's mm -hmm. something like that i really don't watch them anymore because i, just, I don't want to be as desensitized to them i don't want them to be normal in my mm -hmm. brain um but you know actually a little bit of a breakdown happened for me too but for, for very much an opposite reason mm. uh during the, the pandemic one weekend me and my girl were driving much the same that you were saying we were actually driving uh back from uh from maryland we were, we were mm. in maryland at the time we we're coming back to new york and um we we're in the middle of nowhere absolutely mm. nowhere farmland da, 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 like really really and i kept driving you know just really really farmland you know and um I saw a sign in the middle of the field mm -hmm. and it's just a lone sign, white sign written in big black letters, BLM. Mm. And I was like, damn, mm. somebody, you know what I mean? Like was brave enough to put it on their property out here mm -hmm. where I know you're going to get some hate for it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, shout out to this human, you know? Yeah. So it gave me like, again, some inclining of hope. And I was like, damn, you know, there might be some, a couple national treasures hiding out there that are just, you know, good souls. Yeah. Um, but that, man, again, this duality, right? There's a balance to it for every yeah, exactly. for every battle, and there is a good one. Exactly. I actually thought you were gonna go the opposite way with it. That's why I, was I like, know, right? That's yeah. what I mean. That's why your 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 story made it so interesting yeah. um, to me, and that's mm -hmm. why it was so interesting to me because if I expected to see a sign out there, the, the furthest, honestly, yeah. I, it just wouldn't have been that one. You exactly. Know? It just wouldn't have been that one. Especially the furthest south you go. That's what I'm saying. I mm -hmm. just wouldn't in New York or okay, upstate. Maybe. Yeah, upstate as well. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, but I actually wanted to get into, like I said, I love Twitter, and I wanted to get into what is half, uh, happening in some African countries right now. Let's do it. And then, uh, so it first starts off with Nigeria. It says, in Nigeria, there's an uh, hashtag NSARS movement against police brutality and oppression, especially among the youth. The special anti-robbery squad, mm, SARS, was put into place uh, to protect civilians from armed robbers, but they have instead murdered, harassed, tortured, and raped citizens. The movement is a call to end SARS and to formally, uh, and to totally reform the police force. And that is what's happening here, too, where we're trying to, trying to, either defund or reform somehow the police force it's and messed up though because they played a trick right they have mm -hmm. already disbanded sars mm. they've renamed it swat uh, yes and they've yes. added some members of the sars group into this one right so it's like yeah, you're yeah. trying to play this game yeah but hopefully they don't allow mm. and that's and that's one thing that i wanted to make sure i did and why i wanted to talk about it here first because a lot of stuff even and the the, the the moment that that taught me this was when um Gaddafi was killed and i was like you know i just read or heard cnn what they were speaking about and all that stuff and then i just got my idea and my opinion from the news here and then my cousin who's in cameroon he was like no it's not like that like mm -hmm. he was just explaining like he does this this and this and blah 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 and i was just like no 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 and then gaddafi's gone and then all hell breaks loose and now libya is a terrible place to be and all that stuff and it's i was crazy. just like okay so from now on i'm getting it from the source i'm not just gonna trust because i'm like y'all over here you're not over there right. in, in that place that's like if somebody in new zealand was going to tell you exactly what america was like it's like yeah you might know from social but you don't know exactly don't what's know. going on in, right. in america um 
in Namibia, there's an ongoing shut it all down, hashtag shut it all down protest against femicide and sexual and gender based violence. The youth are demanding immediate political action and have pledged to keep protesting until substantial action is taken to address femicide, rape and sexual abuse in the country. And this goes again to the hashtag that was going on here. Protect black women, black women, because already if, if you were to do a hierarchy, it's white men white women black men and black women because black women have it the worst because they're one they're black two they're women or if you want to do the other one first either way they have the worst end of the stick for a long time they would be the last people to get the job last people to do this last people to do this and just been put behind for so long but they're the backbone of what all the great men are that uh can do like we have uh malcolm x we have nipsey martin luther king which no, we spoke no about great early. man succeeds without mm-hmm. a partner without an equally or exceptionally better woman next to him man i'm telling you it just doesn't work yeah, exactly you seriously look, yeah look they all have one thing in common they have wives <laughs> like, they have women behind wives, them man. And i'm telling you it's true and i think that you know that's a topic that's not talked about enough in terms of like mm-hmm. sexual abuse sexual trauma yeah uh, and things that you know girls face specifically mm-hmm. at a young age yeah. um even bro like that that stuff is is traumatizing for them bro mm-hmm. and i think that um you know acknowledgement is good yeah you know what i mean and you really have to get into that that's 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 it's something that that can really affect someone for the entirety of their life so mm-hmm. and so then, the conversation definitely has to be there man then like again, and the understanding the understanding has to be there exactly and with with women saying that they're afraid to like walk down the street at night i'm afraid too sometimes like, i ain't gonna lie like cause yeah, you, you just bro. never know what's gonna happen in anywhere this world is funny. at night like men beat up men men beat up women like and the chances of being attacked as a woman are exponentially higher exactly. and there's no argument there because there there's was, no argument man there was a a thing where, where one woman asked it was like if you're a woman what would you do like and there were no men in the world like for 24 hours or something like that what would you do they were like oh i'd walk at take night. a walk take yeah, a walk at night, at night yeah, feel yeah, free yeah. feel like i'm not gonna get it's, attacked it's sad through. it's sad that, that that that's a mentality that mm-hmm. women have to kind of follow because mm-hmm. man there's some weirdos in this world bro yeah, exactly um, next, we go to Democratic Republic of Congo. There's a silent Holocaust going on. Thousands of people have been killed and a lot murdered and a lot more displaced in the aftermath of brutal attacks and fighting by the armed groups in the Democratic Democratic Republic of Congo. Eastern Congo, in particular, has been racked with violence for years as various groups uh, compete for control of rich mining areas. And that's the last part is what I wanted to get into specifically with this because, like I said, when I was in high school, there was a year, I think it was junior year or senior year, that I felt like I learned more outside of school than inside of school. Mm. And that's where I learned about cobalt and mining and all the devices that goes into phones. Right. And that's where it kind of like, oh, like I would, you would never notice. Interesting, right? You would never, like this is something that you should teach because we use this every single day and we don't even know what's in it. Like my, my one of my professors, uh, dang, I forget his last name, but shout out to him. It was political science, which I think I was like, there's five classes that everybody should take at school, like outside of your major, because I feel like there was too many that you, should, that you had to take. And it was just it just mm-hmm. took too long mm-hmm. to, to do them. But I was like, there's five that everybody should take. And one of them was political science, but not just in America, but global, global politics. That was the class. And then he, he would call his phone a Foxconn phone because Foxconn is the company that actually makes the phone for Apple. So he'd be like, this is a Foxconn. I was like, damn, like you just never, I was like, thank you. Cause you never know. Right. Cause like man. you hear about it. It's like, yeah, they, you know, they're in factories, blah, blah, Apple blah. Apple pays someone. Apple exactly. pays someone. They're too big not to. At exactly. This point. Exactly. And that's the thing where, you know, diamond mining as well. Like I saw the hole that they have to go in. I'm claustrophobic as hell. Mm. I saw that whole, I was like, my life flashed before my eyes. I was like, this is disgusting. But you know what with that mining is that industry is actually really suffering, man. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they've been taking into account that our generation has really kind of started to understand what the actual value of a diamond is. Mm-hmm. And that it's you're just a man-made marked up price, right? Mm-hmm. Those things are like 300% <laughs> marked at 300% their you know, actual value. So um, they're actually really suffering, man, which is, which is I think, a good thing. Uh, if yeah, I oh, did, yeah, for sure. If I had a choice, I wouldn't care anything about the diamond industry. Yeah, I don't really know about you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. 
it, there's so many more other valuable things that I would I'd much more prefer on them. But I yeah, guess exactly. there's still that kind of stigmatism of you know. Uh, with yeah. the marriage, sealing the marriage, but, yeah, marriage. Uh, with, with something of value. Mm -hmm. But I think, I, I don't know, man, there's two sides to it. Yeah, I mean, look, you want to to signify something for marriage, so I, I get that. But um, but like marriage. diamond earrings or something like that, like mm -hmm. those kind of things, mm -hmm. I don't, I see, I would see no point. I, the diamond ring, I understand because it's symbolism. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Even, you know, yeah. I was, I was talking right. uh, about the ring, but they, uh, if you watch, I think Adam knows everything or Adam ruins everything. That show on, it's on True TV, and he basically breaks down and explains how they kind of created the you need a diamond for yeah. you, and now with K jewelers and all that stuff. Right, and man. then when you go on planes, which which we both know, when you fly international, you always see a lot of Jewish people on planes, but they work a lot in the diamond district. Right. So they're the ones profiting off of people in africa suffering for it so it just all comes back full circle mm. again where people in in other countries are suffering and then it's people of other cultures who are profiting from the suffering of others mm -hmm. and it's just again it's just Those a cycle that man. that continue and that's one of the yeah. most the, that's one of the most terrible industries for sure oh my fam for sure i couldn't i could not even imagine being in that predicament like your life depends on it so you have no other choice but it's, it's just you're in a, in a terrible situation and th and there's no way like we talked about looking at on the bright side but there's kind of no way to look on the bright side like when that's your situation like what can you really do like obviously if, if so many people are protesting then yeah there's unity and then like even um when when uh, me rob my girl we went protesting in new york there there were people giving out food people giving out even tampons and even drinks Water and bottles, all that masks, stuff when you see that yeah, that gave me hope and i was like right. damn like y'all really put this together and are yeah. and are collective and it made it seem like you aren't alone and obviously there's protests in 50 states all 50 states were protesting at one point that's pretty unreal man and my my friend's dad was telling me that he hasn't seen that for up to 50 years in the united states like he hadn't seen that since the, since the 1960s exactly. since the actual civil rights movement you know exactly something yeah. of that of this magnitude and i think mm -hmm. like you know we're seeing now mm -hmm. the you know reverberations are going out you yeah. know it's going out throughout the entire world yeah energy is a strong thing you can and it feel does it does not disappear like, it only exactly. moves exactly you could feel it just like that you could feel the energy like that's why when people say that you could walk into a room and feel energy like yeah that's true 100 you could feel somebody even oh, without before a you yeah, without a doubt you could feel you know like there was one time at pure hockey where i could uh when i was working and it was me and there were at one point, three other black people and one point, two other black people because we did hockey and lacrosse. Mm. And my friend played lacrosse. And then there was this, there was this uh, white lady that walked in. And just by her look, I was like, mm, I'm going to let this one go. And then they're like looking in the store. She was with her daughter and stuff like that. And then she goes to the shirt and then it said, make America skate again. And that's she, what the little girl shirt says? Or her no, that's, we sold that shirt. Just because oh, everything okay. is now make this again, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah, off, yeah. off to Trump, and she looked at it and laughed. Ha! Ah, we should get this and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Damn!" I knew, like, like for I could, what, you know? Yeah, but it's but but that's the problem. The problem is that you can't say that as a coworker. Be like, "Yo, that person's this." You'd be like, "What? That's crazy!" But then you see, but you could tell. I recently saw something today. Um, that really just today, and I thought it was so great because somebody asked an employer, you know. Um, how do you plan on making the work environment like you know suitable for for people minorities because mm -hmm. sometimes microaggressions are not mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. as as subtle to somebody that's that has happened to their entire lives it's exactly. very obvious yeah. and microaggressions are expressively obvious to those kind of mm -hmm. people and annoying uh, yeah exactly yeah. but you know you may not be able to say like yeah. Said person said explicitly X Y Z or yeah. did explicitly X Y Z right yeah. so they're asking the employer how do you plan on what's your plan for those kind of things and I thought it was a very good question I think it's a very hard question yeah to answer right don't get me wrong I'm not saying it's easy by any means mm -hmm. but I think it's a very important question I think it's a question that you have to make the employer think about because mm -hmm. that's very true yeah. a lot of the times when you get these microaggressions from these people. One, they're way too scared to actually say, tell you how they feel. They never would to your face. Mm -hmm. We know how that go. Mm -hmm. Y'all know who y'all are. Yeah. Those kind of people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and two, like, it's just like you, when they say something, you, it might not be so overt. It might be covert. We know covert racism is a very, very real thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
like, it, oh, you look unique. Or like just yeah, just something words. like that. Little, little, yeah, like, little microaggressions here and there, bro. You know, yeah. like people like to do them, bro, and they think there's like you're not low. Yeah. We all know, <laughs> exactly. we we all know that it's stemming exactly. from an insecurity that you have. Yeah, and you're just trying to project it on me. Like we mm-hmm. we know this. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, to a person like me, I'm, I'm gonna laugh at you. I think I think it's funny because it, that entertains me when I see someone when I can see someone you mm-hmm. know working on their insecurities trying to hide it. I think yeah. it's hilarious, but. Yeah. um but yeah, yeah man, it is what it is. What are you gonna do, bro? Hard. That's how that that is, man. Shout out to to Ray Daniels. He's um he's in the music industry, mm. and uh that was actually my first Zoom thing was like watching like listening to A and R's and stuff like that because especially in music, that's another big fight where it's like black music makes all this money, but there's like no backing or there's no black people who are pushing the black music or like working with the artists when it's like we understand what this hip hop thing is like we created it. We understand mm. what it means. We we know how to move little baby, the baby, like all these artists. We know how to do it and we know what's gonna rock because this is us. Like we do right, this. Man. And and he wrote a letter uh, like dear white executives, blah blah blah. This is what we need, and but but also I think he said or somebody else said we don't need you don't need a diversity training if you're if you're able to understand what people are going through. Why do you need a diversity training? You should mm. just treat people like you treat everybody else. <laughs> it's not like a, and and a lot of things that I that I realized the conversation stops before it even starts. Like if you just go to that like oh we need diversity training. Why can't you just treat them like you treat every other person that you're friends with? That's it. That's like you don't need to have a further conversation, but it's because it's your inability to see somebody who's either a different skin tone or has a, a turban on or hijab on or something else that you're not used to that you can't come to terms with by yourself for whatever reason. I don't know. Makes no sense to me, but that's just the world we live in, and it's just really, really awkward. It's just really weird. I think again, some of the solution lies definitely in the middle, right? Because I think. To consider every individual the same is not correct because we're not all the same, right? But I think what makes us all the same, if this makes sense to any of you, it's just what I tell myself a lot. And I think think it does make sense if you really think about it. Um, What makes us all the same is that we are all unique, Mm -hmm. right? We're all... When there's no other you on this planet, mm-hmm. and we, you have to understand, you have to get past the notion that somebody's different from me, and therefore cannot be, we cannot be compatible, or exactly. we cannot do get something done, or we can't, you know, or I can't live my life the right way I want to live my life and mm-hmm. allow them to do the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think you do have to take into account that everyone is different, everyone is unique, every culture is different, everything. You know what I mean. You might not, you can't go to uh, Nigeria and. Uh, you know, shake somebody with your left hand. It's considered disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But over here, realistically, man, if I had something in my hand and I gave you my left hand, you'd probably just shake yeah. it. We keep it pushing, you yeah. know? It's those little cultural differences mm-hmm. that I think you need to take into account and then move accordingly. You yeah. have to be malleable. You have to be able to change. But it's so People beautiful. are too stiff, man. Like, cultures are so beautiful, though. That's what I'm like, saying. Experience it all, bro. Like, when you go travel and see something completely different, like, it just opens your eyes and you're like wow like Mm. especially especially for kids but even as adults sometimes like you could just if you go uh i went to panama for the first time i was like i've never seen water like this Mm. like it was just clear and i was like what and that's why i keep talking about it like now i'm like y'all want to go back i want to go back and see it but it's like and then going to south africa you went to south africa too yeah i've been to south africa oh snap how long Um, you go this was like in 2008 to 2010 that's dope um so I really want to go, man. It was right before the World Cup that I went to South Africa. I think Whoa. the year before that, or the or two years before that, was Panama. But South Africa, just going on a safari, and just like once you enter, you're with the animals. Ha. So it's like if you move a certain way, hey. you it's, it's, look, it's <laughs> over for you. Like this, and I seeing a lion in person. <laughs> Like it was far. I was like, thank God, it was far. But just like boys that big, thing, man. at any moment, if it decides to that you're big. it, you it. Like I only seen a lion ever in Ethiopia. It was in a zoo, mm-hmm. but I was very small, and the lion, in comparison to almost everything else, is still very big. So mm-hmm. in my brain, this lion is about eight foot tall, like <laughs> ten foot wide. Like yo, this was was one of those exactly. things. You know, as yep. a kid, you remember the, the animal just being so much yep. larger. Yeah, but those things are beasts, man. Yeah, but it's it's. 
beautiful like seeing nature majestic is just, bro yo and then Embodied madagascar this. is another place i want to go because my wow. dad was like there's animals and trees there that you will not find anywhere else on earth that's like he was like this is i think it was the the baobab tree i think because that's in south africa he was like in madagascar there's like four types of the same tree like just four variations or something like that yeah, i was like yeah, yeah. whoa he's like no nah, madagascar I think the ta- is doesn't the, the tasmanian daredevil live there I think that's the only place you can find it. Maybe that or somewhere else. I forget. Tanzania, maybe. I don't know. Because I, I remember I was listening to Joe Rogan and they talked about it. it might, I think it was there too. There might be other places yeah. as well, but I think Madagascar is where mm-hmm. you would find but yeah, if, you, nah, if that, you really wanted to look. But yeah, man. Everybody just try <laughs> to crazy, open yourself. Yeah. yeah, bro. Go try. I think you, people should travel. Definitely honestly. travel. Oh, nah. Like, we I talk think about you can stay. go. I think you can go. Yeah, if you could go, that we talk about staying at home. Like, leave the country too. <laughs> Why you at it? Like, if you go out, go go explore. But like, you know, do your, do your quarantines. Do your quarant. We have to say, it, you know, do your mm-hmm. quarantines. After but quarantine, yeah, travel, man. Yeah. Go see it, bro. Go just if you get the opportunity to go somewhere, go. Man. Exactly, and that's the that's the problem because everybody before was like, "Oh, travel one day, one day," and yeah. then now you stuck for a year or two. Nah, yeah, take it. your precautions, but travel, yeah. bro. Get out and see, man. That's but the like, key, bro. Yeah. So now, like, I don't know if people are still allowed into Canada. Like, I have I have a Canadian really? passport. So yeah, no, Canada is like, nah, you can't go. There's no way they wouldn't allow you into Canada. No, if you have a Canadian passport, I was yeah, gonna say. Go. Okay. So all right, like people from Canada can go in, but people from uh, America can't go. Like, so yeah, Canada yeah, you can go yeah, in yeah, and out. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, man. And also before we go, the one thing that that you said when we did our first podcast is that when you were like looking for a job. And that you kind of just like left it in God's hand a little bit. Like I've really been like living like that a little bit mm. now. And it, it's like sometimes where I'll be like, yo, I need money, blah, blah, blah. Like because the government's like they give you 601 week and they're like mm-hmm. two back to 200 the next. Oh. And like one day, like I'll just get like 150 somehow, like from either Thai because we're working. I'm just like, I, like I literally I think I prayed and then the next day it happened or that same day. Like mm-hmm. I got it. I was like. I was like, all right, cool. I got yeah, it. So, bro, you put it out in the yeah. universe, man, and it just came back, bro. Exactly. You put out those vibrations. Man. Exactly. That's man. how you exactly. do it, bro. Yeah, where can people find you, bro? Damn, you know what, man? Instagram, real Benny, two N's, two Y's. Snapchat, same thing, man. Mm-hmm. We'll be posting on there, bro. Definitely, Definitely hit me up with any questions and some stuff that you guys would ever want to see. Mm-hmm. Any any questions that we need answers, we, we can definitely do that. Exactly. Find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just my personal one, Life of Drew, L-I-F-E-O-F-D-R-E-W, two underscores after that. And my business one, I Am Drew Media. That's I Am Drew Media. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, and that's YouTube as well. Videos coming up. Uh, we got... We got things coming soon, too, where everything is going to be under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. So everything's going to be easy to find and all that stuff. But, yeah, thank you guys for rocking with us. Yes, sir. This is the first episode back after after quarantine. The African Connection. African Connection. Uh We back, baby. And we'll see you next time. Peace. The message from Burner, I believe, would be that every black person should please remember that you were Africans before you became anything else. Thank you.